0: Hello and welcome to episode 122 of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast being recorded in the freshly undecorated holiday house of Chateau Relaxo, Florida. And tonight we're going to be talking about one of the Christmas gifts that I received, a 2021 travel crystal ball. Let's see what's ahead in the future. Thanks for listening. Hello. If you are a new listener, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back and welcome to the first episode of 2021. Hopefully we all made it. I would like to give a big shout out to my neighbors that decided to start firing off fireworks at 845 on New Year's Eve. Yes, I've become officially an old man. As I typically try to do, I try to drink local. Tonight, about as local as I can get is Wicked Weed out of Asheville. I am partaking in their s'mores. Imperial stout brewed with chocolate, vanilla, and cinnamon. Weighing in at a very hefty 9% APV. Before we get to tonight's topic, let's take a quick run around the travel interwebs and see what's going on. couple... Service dog exit moving Delta flight via emergency slide at NYC Airport. A Delta flight headed to Atlanta from LaGuardia was forced to return to the gate last Monday after two passengers opened a cabin door and used the emergency slide to get out. Delta Airlines flight 462 was already taxiing on the runway when the incident happened. According to multiple reports, the two passengers, a man and a woman, had a service dog with them as they slid out of the plane. Another witness told the New York Times that the man had told flight attendants he had PTSD and could not sit down because he would freak out. Not clear whether the couple faces any charges or not, the remaining passengers were accommodated on alternate flights, and Flight 462 ended up leaving more than nine hours later after maintenance crews checked out the aircraft. I feel for this guy. If you truly do have PTSD, that could be a truly frightening experience. When I saw the headline and saw that it contained NYC, I figured that Florida had to be the destination of the flight. Then I also noticed that the word Delta was in the headline, and I knew that Flight 462 would be stopping in Atlanta for no other reason than it had to stop in Atlanta. Now, believe it or not, this is not the first time this has happened in 2016 Flight 1246 from Sacktown sacramento landed at bush intercontinental airport in houston shortly after the aircraft arrived at the gate the flight attendant reportedly activated the emergency slide it's not clear why this was done but airlines officials say they still believe that the attendant did it intentionally and we can't forget the most epic slide story of all time steve slater 2010 JetBlue Flight 1052 taxi to a stop. A passenger stood up way too early to retrieve her bag from the overhead compartment. She had been instructed repeatedly to remain seated. Despite this, the passenger continued to remove the bag, and in doing so, she hit Steve Slater in the head with the bag. When asked for an apology, the passenger responded with profanity. So Slater went to the plane's public address system and used his own profanities, concluding with I've been in this business 20 years, that's it, I'm done. He then activated the emergency inflatable slide, exited the plane, grabbed a beer, threw his tie on the tarmac, and he walked away. And so I did a little bit of digging, and the fee to repack and recommission a deployed emergency slide can cost an airline as much as $30,000. This next headline also caught my attention and asked the first question of 2021, Can you bring your emotional support animal on your next flight? The era of emotional support squirrels on flights is over as the DOT ruled in late November that only dogs can be defined as, quote unquote, service animals. Other animal companion used for emotional support will either have to be checked into the cargo hold or left at home. DOT President Sarah Nelson said the days of Noah Ark in the air are hopefully coming to an end. The definition of service animals has been abused, leading to all sorts of animals boarding flights. There has been cats, pod-bellied pigs, hamsters, birds, turtles, and, of course, let's not forget the emotional peacock up in Newark two or three years ago. However, they never made it onto the plane with the peacock. And I think also just this last week, Alaskan Airlines is the first to enforce this new policy. So leave your parrot Leave your squirrel, leave your hamster, leave your hedgehog at home, even if you have one of those official-looking vests that you can buy from Amazon for about 12 bucks. Because I am a data nerd, here is some Travel Stories podcast numbers for you. Travel Stories grew the most in the United States, up 196%. It has been heard in over 30 countries. Followers grew 275%. Listeners grew 161%. So I'm guessing if I had two listeners, I now have three and a half, and I published 55 episodes with over 1,200 minutes of content. So if we hop in the way back Machine, turn the dial to 1974-1975, one of the big Christmas gifts was the Magic 8-Ball. And the Magic 8-Ball was just that. It was a Magic 8-Ball. You would ask it a question, turn it over, and on the bottom of the 8-Ball was this little clear plexiglass window and a little Eight or nine sided die would rise to the top answering your questions with such prolific answers as ask again later, it's doubtful, or there's a possibility. Well, for Christmas this year, somehow my wife managed to find a 2021 travel crystal ball. I do not know where she found it at, but I spent some time with it over the last week or two trying to predict what the future travel looks for in 2021. When it comes to airlines, the travel craziness in the air will continue. Now, airline nudity might actually be replaced with more COVID madness. I'm gonna call it the maskers versus the vaxxers. Who's not wearing a mask? Who hasn't been vaccinated? Who has been vaccinated? Who is wearing a mask? It will be total bedlam. Stay tuned to the travel blogosphere for that one. Gone will be the middle seat zone on most airlines airlines are strapped for cash right now and there is no way that any of them are willing to leave one-third of their inventory or seats completely empty just so people can be a little bit more comfortable. And here's what I find really odd. If you go to the airport, there are signs all over the place saying remain six feet apart through TSA, through check-in, even at the gate. But then next thing you know, you're on a plane six inches shoulder to shoulder with others. A bit of good news, snack service will slowly re-emerge, and now you might actually get a full can of soda without requesting one. And of course, the reason is less touch points. Now the uh, flight attendants can pick up a can of soda, hand it to you, as opposed to, in the past, picking up a can, dumping half of it into a plastic cup, handing it to you, grabbing the can, pouring the other half of it back into another cup, and handing that to another passenger. That also being said... That being said, last week, United Airlines restructured their beverage service. And the headline read United Airlines cuts cocktail prices to save 80K. And I kind of looked at it and I go, cuts cocktail prices to save 80K. What are they doing? They're going from three different types of bourbon down to two. And most passengers pay for drinks. So, you know, how are they saving 80K? Well, as I delved into the story, it read on to say that United will be removing the cocktail toothpicks used for lemons and limes on board, which will result in approximately an $80,000 savings. Flight attendants, believe it or not, use these toothpicks to pick lemons and lime wedges from a container and add it to your beverage. The addition of a lime or lemon wedge has always been available and will always be available on request although some flight attendants they went on to say would proactively offer them to you if you were offered a drink like sparkling water. For you germophobes, I'm here to tell you that lemon and limes are probably some of the nastiest things that can be found on an airline or in a restaurant. HCP will also continue, and of course, HCP stands for Heightened Cleaning Programs. Even with the vaccine on the horizon, airlines will need to instill in passengers that they still truly care about their health and safety even with the heightened cleaning programs i doubt i'm going to empty out a bag of pretzels onto the seat back tray next time on i'm on a flight for snack time and of course airlines will need to adjust their travel reward programs again it'll probably be late spring my prediction is they're going to extend status even longer They're going to have to do something to drum up some summer travel business and what better way than either doing a heightened reward program or slashing prices. The other thing that the travel crystal ball told me was that passengers will still continue to leave messes behind as they exit the plane. If you don't believe me, check out the Instagram site, passenger shaming. It's amazing what kind of havoc people can do on a two or three hour flight. Now, the one thing that I found that the travel crystal ball couldn't predict is whether or not business air travel will return to 2019 or even 2018 numbers. I'm gonna give you my take. I think eventually it will. It will take years because, you know, things like Zoom, Teams, GoToMeeting are now commonplace 10, 11 months later. In December, I facilitated a 150 person video Zoom meeting. If we had proposed that idea in November of 2019, I guarantee you that nobody would have thought it was a good idea. And for me personally, I don't think I will fly as I once did. I haven't been on a plane going on almost 11 months, so we'll see. So what did the magic travel crystal ball say about hotels? HCP, baby. Uh, The heightened cleaning programs will continue, but you will see some changes. Many of the cleanliness stickers will begin to disappear. Hilton Properties will continue to keep their Break the Seal program in place, putting that sticker across the doorways. But stickers inside the room that they put on mirrors and bedside tables won't be replaced as often as they once were. More than likely, when they get torn up, they're just going to get removed altogether. And you think about it, an average Hampton has maybe 150 hotel rooms, three or four stickers per room. Even at deeply discounted pricing, those stickers get really expensive to replace after each visit. While there will continue to be extra attention to cleaning the rooms, but it will only be between guests, daily cleaning service is going to be hard to come by. And why? Hotel staffing has been reduced. I mean, if you go to the front desk and ask guests, you can more than likely get daily service. But for the most part, it is going to be only between guests. What about hotel breakfasts? I believe that you're going to see full-service breakfast, hot breakfast like you do at a Hilton Garden Inn, Marriott Courtyards, or even the Doubletree will return quicker than the Hampton Inn buffet style. At least full-service is somewhat of a revenue stream, and to be honest with you, a brown lunch bag, a bottle of water, a blueberry Otis Spunkmeyer muffin, and what I call a punky red delicious apple is a lot cheaper than purchasing square eggs, a juice dispenser, and a crock pot full of intestine-hardening oatmeal. And plus, you've got to have an employee to man and distribute all that square eggs, juice dispenser, and crock pot full of intestine-hardening oatmeal. So for the Hampton properties, the brown bag's going to be here for a while, folks. Most fitness centers in the hotels are back to being opened when it comes to pools, I'm predicting that probably by summer, most of the pools will be opening up. My last trip was, believe it or not, about 30 days ago. Even in Florida, typically the pools would be open in November, they were still shut down. Now, one thing that to me makes sense that a year or so ago didn't make sense was remote check-in and keyless entry for the room. You know, last year it was a novelty, it was fun to do. It was useful for when I left my room key stored securely inside my locked hotel room. But it wasn't something I did all the time. I think that's going to become more and more prevalent is remote check-in as well as the keyless room entry. When it comes to rental car companies, the crystal ball predicts this will be the hardest hit. And they're already suffering. You've got things like Uber and Lyft. And for me personally, my rental numbers have been decreasing over the last three years because Uber and Lyft. And uh, Robbie Morrison has been on this show several times even talked to me the other day and he said that hey there are airports that hertz has already shut down and pulled out of i think that's just going to become more and more prevalent as the year goes on the crystal ball did predict that we will be traveling more in 2021 than we did in 2020. of course the word more in that previous sentence is very subjective i mean if you took two trips in 2020 And you take four trips in 2021 you've doubled your number of trips but is it really more like i said that more is subjective but we will do more traveling in 2021 and because of that you need to get your travel house in order and the best way to do that is start by making sure everything is updated and not expired things like tsa pre-check if you are ambitious and adventurous enough to think that you are going to leave the country Make sure your passport has not expired. Make sure your credit card information is current on all your travel websites. Make sure you can log into all of your travel websites. Make sure you know the password. Trying to book a reservation and then suddenly being prompted for a password that you can't remember does nothing but induce stress. Do you have leftover travel credits from canceled flights? Do not let those expire. And of course, the other side of that is take advantage of exceptional change and cancellation policies by these airlines. I still have a ticket from March of 2020 that I have canceled two times and the credit is still good. More than likely, airlines are willing to work with you Make sure you have a current health insurance card in your wallet. You never know when you're going to need to get a COVID test, especially if you are on the road. The other thing to take into consideration, because you've been off the road for a while, is make sure your luggage is in top notch shape. Remember last time you traveled and that zipper on your luggage was sticking or missing a tooth? Guess what? More than likely, it still is. How about last summer when you ran out of toothpaste so you robbed a tube out of your DOP kit? More than likely, you didn't replace it, and there's nothing worse than checking into a hotel room, getting ready for bed, 10 p.m. at night, realizing you do not have any toothpaste. You go downstairs, and they hand you this little minuscule envelope of Colgate, and gone are the travel-sized tubes that the hotels used to freely dispense. Another thing is make sure you don't have anything hidden in your luggage that isn't going to be allowed through TSA. Like I said, folks been off the road for a while, we haven't been on a flight, more than likely you could have possibly stuck a knife or something along those lines into your suitcase. One thing that you might want to throw in extra of is some masks and possibly some hand sanitizer as well. Consider making a list for the next time you travel. Why? Because more than likely you're out of travel practice and you might need something like a packing list. Also check the weather and where you're going to I'm one of the famous ones to show up in 30-degree weather with no jacket. But I can tell you in the few trips that we have taken this year, I have more than likely consulted weather.com every single trip. Staying in your hotel room, remember, when it comes to staying in your room, remember, no bare feet on hotel carpet, wear a pair of nasty socks, no sitting on the bedspread, no doing anything on the bedspread. More than likely, your best bet is to throw the bedspread on the carpet that is already filthy when you get to the room, lock the door, hang the do not disturb tag on it as well. And when you're leaving the hotel room, give yourself a few extra minutes, take some time, scan the room, think CSI or one of the detective shows. It is easy to leave something behind. We have all gotten out of our routines and practices like we used to have that we did every time we took a trip. And for me, I'm not 100% on my travel game either. A couple weeks ago, we took an overnight trip to St. Augustine, checked the weather. It was going to be cooler, so I grabbed a fleece, put it on the back of a bar stool, and then promptly left it there as we walked out the door. In 2019, something like that would not have happened. So just as uh, Brooke Shields once said, check yourself before you wreck yourself, plan for your trips, take a few more minutes, make sure you have everything before your trip, And make sure you have everything when you're checking out of the hotel room. Well, there you have it. First episode of 2021. Got big plans to continue on this year. If you have any comments, any suggestions, leave me a voicemail at anchor.com. Shoot me an email, travelfrick at gmail.com. That's travelfrick, F-R-I-C-K at gmail.com. As we're getting closer to saying travel safe, we're still saying stay safe. And thanks for listening. Hey, wait a second. Don't go. Make sure you check out all the blogs over at HypeAmerica.com. From food to travel to just general life humor, we cover all the topics. Thanks again.